0: Welcome, welcome, everybody, to another week of reasonable wrestling. I think this is episode forty-two of y'all tuning in to the undercut, uh, fuck, whatever, the uncut underground, uh, raw, unfiltered professional wrestling podcast of this professional wrestling podcasting game. I am Chris, the Most High, and I am with my tag team partner CT. AKA Chitty Bang. What's good? What's good, guys? It's 42? Uh, yeah, 42. 42.
1: 10 more weeks, it's a year. Yeah. Hey, pat him on the back. You know? Uh, rest in peace to King Kong Bundy. Let's,
0: let's kick off yeah, right now. Yeah, uh, rest in peace to King Kong Bundy. He passed earlier in the week. Um, I believe it was Tuesday, um, which was March the, the 3rd, I want to say. Uh, March the, the 4th. Um, or 5th. I mean, these days are running together. Yeah, I do yeah. apologize. But he passed this week. We are here live on uh, late Thursday night bringing you our weekly podcast. Uh-huh. Um, but before we got into the shenanigans of the show, we did just want to say rest in peace to the iconic figure uh, who headlined yeah. a WrestleMania with the biggest star in Good the generation. Company. Yeah, uh, So, um, King Kong Bundy definitely will be missed uh, um, around the wrestling community. Um, but we are here to you talk about the week that was, um, and that is the week of Raw, SmackDown, NXT, the preview uh, for Fastlane. Uh-huh. Uh, all here live, uh, Reasonable Wrestling. So follow us, RW Podcast One. We're on Twitter, uh, we're on Instagram, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. And obviously, if you're listening to us wherever podcasts are being podcasted, Reasonable Wrestling Podcast. Uh, Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, uh, wherever. Again, we say you can find these podcasts. So long week. Um, actually, fill it, it was a short week, but it's just been a long week personally mm-hmm. for us. Uh, but uh, here we are. You never catch a break. <laughs> never catch, But here we are, man. For yeah. for the consistency. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Real Life Cast who, who and Russell Rat who said that if you're gonna do something, uh, never miss a week. And here we are. Uh, not not missing a week So yep. Shout out to consistency 42 weeks consecutive Come on 42 uh, The content kings Have been slacking But best believe We got a shit ton of content In the tank In the tank So be, uh, be on the lookout uh, We're on YouTube Please uh, Subscribe on our, our Reason for Wrestling page Let us know what you think Of the content That we put up The clips and shit like that Always remember That you can listen To the whole podcast On SoundCloud iTunes and everything like that. So let's get into the show. All these preliminaries is out the way. Um, uh, Raw was pretty much um, a pretty nice show. It, it was, was a, it was a it show. Was, it was a pretty moving along show. Uh, it had a few stick in the mud moments. Um, but one. Um, uh, was there anything of note besides... The long-winded promo of Triple H. Here's the thing uh, about that promo. Well, I uh, Roman it, Roman K, oh, oh, with the shield, but I'm not. That's
1: yeah. okay. Okay, let's start with Triple H's promo. I liked it. I think it. I what? think
0: that I. I, I thought you. I you, like said, it, you said you uh, said
1: it was long-winded, but then again, you don't like like any promos for Triple H. Like you know, I think Triple H can deliver a promo. And mind you, he's your favorite, one
0: of your favorite wrestlers. I listen. That's the thing. That's what makes me a walking contradiction. That's what makes me an oxymoron. <laughs> yeah. I get it, man. But listen, I've been watching wrestling. Triple H, my favorite wrestler, one of my favorite wrestlers. I will say my favorite. Like I can't front. Like he, uh, if Chris Benoit was still, I'm wearing a Chris Benoit Westside Gun T-shirt, uh, Supreme Blind Tail. But if Chris Benoit was still alive, that would have been my favorite wrestler throughout time. Um, but he could he couldn't necessarily captivate me. Mm-hmm. Uh, Triple H, when I got a little bit older and understanding wrestling, he 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 became one of my favorite wrestlers. Now it is forever for him to get to a point, and like <laughs> I, the I think the last thing I was really drawn into was him and him and CM Punk. Okay, that was the last real. But Daniel Bryan, no, you weren't into that. Wow. No, I was I was into Phil Brooks, Paul Levesque. I was into him and Dave that, Ryan. That, that's what got me. So ever since um,
1: But that then, was good. Him and Shirtland. He was like legendary. I mean, but think they were like just... When you meet your peak at something, yeah. there's nothing else. Here's the thing, though. I think that Triple H delivers on the mic in a certain way when he gets... Because he, he's a veteran. He knows how to captivate an audience. He knows Dave!
0: To... I'll bring the fight to you, Dave! <laughs> I'll bring the fight to you. Is that what you want? You can come to my... Come on, man. You got $3 and a wife. You're hey, not fighting at your crib, dog. No, okay. he said you will go to his house. But no, here's the thing. I like the fact
1: that this promo for him, from from my perspective, Triple H seems like... Rick's not even your dad. Oh, my God. Can you let me speak? No. Like, no. <laughs> like, Rick is
0: not even your father. It's his, it's his
1: mentor. It's his mentor. So, the fact that he beat up his mentor on his birthday celebration, he broke it down for us in that promo. He's like, listen, we want to give him that one last moment. His birthday, the guy who was almost lost his life, and you know, he, he he rolled with us through the you know, on through the road. How and you want to get my attention this way? Like, it, it seemed like he was coming from a personal place. So, for me, I think the delivery was good. I think the delivery was like it built, he built the promo from like, hey man, I didn't think you would do this, you didn't have to do this, but you want my attention, you got it. Do you want me to have to go to your crib? Do you want me to have to show up? your fucking movie set and he delivered it like listen man it's not even about this character shit this is this is this is this is this is, this is the, the person talking to you he didn't say his name but he's like listen Dave I'll come to your house I'll come to the movie set I think the promo after what happened to build going in Ross Man you can't say that it didn't build and you know Dave wasn't gonna be there maybe it, maybe it didn't grab you per se but I think that it was it, 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 it did what it I mean, needed to do it, it, for one Raw on the way to
0: WrestleMania That's fine But if we're talking about What I like I don't like it Okay okay That you know what I mean Like <laughs> I mean If we're talking about And what I'm saying Like Triple H could have done better And granted I'm not a person That goes out And speaking to 20,000 30,000 40,000 people For 15, 20 years uh-huh. Grant I'm a fucking Couch slug That's talking shit uh-huh. Smoking a weed bin But what I'm saying is Is that It didn't do anything I First of all I told you three fucking weeks ago, and I'm not cussing at you. Uh-huh. I'm cussing because I cuss. I told you three fucking weeks ago that when they signed this match up for WrestleMania, it's not a match that I gave. So any that's fuck why about. you don't care what the promo because it's the match. I mean, but still, no, because you can turn me around to make me like my thing is okay. Boom, I popped when they fucked up Bray. Uh-huh. I pop. I I I I, I like that. I like the angle and the by, word around
1: town is that he raped him in that room. But
0: yeah. You guys just see my face for just trying to get that fucking joke in. <laughs> like, I, like, God damn. Not, <laughs> I, I, didn't, I didn't force nothing. I'm just that, telling you that's, no, what, I no, to, no, that's, that's not, what I've been hearing. That's not word around town. That's fucking dumbasses that's jerking off with Cheeto dust on their dick. <laughs> that's not, nobody in their right minds is getting that shit off on the internet. And nobody wants it re- regurgitated <laughs> on their podcast. <laughs> I did. <laughs> <laughs> Obviously, that's why I said it was worked in there. Secondly, uh, I don't even know how to finish my fucking first point. Anyway, what I'm saying is that I like you. I like what Dave did and, and, and that got me. Um him attacking Rick. My thing is is that Triple H, it's okay for it to stay in character. Rick had, okay. One thing's for sure, it's never Rick's last time. Okay? Never. The nigga has had a million last times, okay? Mm -hmm. So, I get it. Seventy is a milestone. He did have the health scare. You do want to celebrate him on his birthday. But my thing is, it's okay for it to be worked in character. You don't have to make it to be worked out of character. That's what didn't get me. That's legitimately... Triple H, first... uh, You're not going on a Marvel set to fuck up Drax. (laughs) <laughs> Let's just, you feel me? He doesn't read, look at a Rick wrestling. Flair? No, it's he's, wrestling promo. No, it's, no, he's pre, he's and, just, and it's trash, it was trash. And then you go bring your read, that's trash too. Like that's, you know what I mean? And then what, what also doesn't make no sense is how is Triple H riot or in for Rick? And Charlotte hasn't mentioned that nigga in two <laughs> weeks. <laughs> Get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> just drags fucking like, up your dad <laughs> and you're over here like, bruh. Put a lucha mask on, chilling around with chilling Andrade. Around. <laughs> uh, <allegedly. laughs> now that's something we can put up allegedly. <laughs> I, I'm down with that, but I mean, no, I mean, I mean, but honestly, I do feel what you're saying. Like, but as as a logical, as a reasonable person, I'm looking at the promo, and granted, I know what it's made for. Like, yes, it, it was just a, a a needle mover. You know what I mean, all but. Right. So, I I don't think that it could. have... I don't think that it had to go down that. It's road. one
1: week. It's one raw. It's one promo. I think they did what they Just, need well, to do. no, you nitpicking because Dean you're you're not, not say nothing to plug because
0: you you nitpicking and said you, because my thing is is that you you like it's one week, but no, this is a substantial jumping point into what makes people care about what is a marquee match. I'm already checking. I the think fuck it did.
1: I mean I think I think it worked. I, I personally think it worked. I think people. We'll, we'll tune in next week to see the altercation between Batista and Triple H. Just one week. Next week they'll do something else. You know, and we'll see. You know, and, the and premise
0: and of the story sucks. I can say that, and you're not allowing me to say a that. A guy beats you're up your of...
1: mentor, and you guys, you guys were all in a group together. You guys all fucked. Up, you know, you guys did. You guys were in a stable together. You guys are friends in Evolution, and then he beats up your mentor, the guy who's wrote with you guys, and you don't think that he should show that animosity
0: on set like that? Like it I mean, we all done. Within character, it couldn't. You couldn't. The, the way you just described that promo, CT, I would have respected it if Triple H came out. I was like, all the way, all the roads. This is the legend of our business, Ric Flair. He took us under our wing, and 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 this is how you disrespect him. This is how you repay him. I would have been more. That's essentially
1: into- what he did, but he added in things that we know as fans that I thought I that I appreciate bringing it in. And he he seemed very contrite. Like man, like. You didn't have to go this route. But now that you went this route. The fake cry was what?
0: <laughs> like, I'm being, a, I'm a film guy. Like, that was, it was all Like, it was presented trash. It could have been better. Uh, you weren't even watching. I I wasn't, when he came out to cut a 20-minute promo, you know what I was doing. So, there you go.
1: Once he came out, you were, ch- you were checked out. Now that I, mean, I, I, I actually I, sat down and listening and, and say, hey, does he have anything, does he have anything I here? I heard there? what he said, and what he heard wasn't good enough for me. All right, bet. We can move on. That was, I think that it did what it came to do. Um, I'm not saying it was one of the high spots of the night, but hey, I'm, I'm cool with it. I, I'm not going to knock it.
0: I... Moving along. <laughs> yes, that, you know, what? this is what Triple H promo does to a show. It elongates it for no apparent reason. We talked 10 minutes on it for no reason. On, other than that on Raw, the, uh, the high spot of it, to me was Rhonda finally coming out and doing what, like, we've all kind of been begging her to do, which was just be Rhonda, Like, in all essence of it. Like, mm-hmm. you're the baddest bitch on the planet because, yeah, these women train and, yeah, these, re- these wrestlers may have some background in, like, boxing and fighting and kickboxing, but nobody was a fucking legit... MMA, you know, champion in mixed martial arts. Yeah, that can put fist to faces.
1: Yeah, we all know that Ronda legitimately could fuck all these bitches up. That she could legitimately break all their arms. Um, I don't know why she's not because because once she does the arm, whenever she does the arm bar or whatever you want, is it the arm bar that she does her Yeah, and. Then I see Becky next week. I'm like, man, like, shouldn't your arm be broken or at least have some kind of bandage or some kind of sling or something? Like, she did
0: it, like, three times to her that night. Um, That's but, what I'm saying. You know? Like, stuff like that. Hey, yo, Bruce, family, if you back on the creative team, my nigga, pay attention to detail. Rhonda, I mean, Becky didn't sell shit the very next night on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. The bitch got her ass whipped and then traveled via plane or bus or or car ride to the next town and cut a fucking promo and beat somebody else up. Yeah. And not logically, we're supposed to fucking respond to that. And, and be this excited? is why. And
1: this is why I have a problem with. I have a problem with kind of Raw altogether. But this is what I have problem with with the Ronda part of Raw is because it just seemed rushed. It seemed rushed, and it, and the way that first of all, we all know WWE can only book one program per like. Per pay per view, it seems like only one program they can book right, and they're now this is their program that they're trying to book right. But within this effort of booking it right, there are so many missteps along the way. Because me as a fan, I've watched Becky do so much shit: beat up Natalia. beat up Triple H, beat up Stephanie McMahon, and, and and I don't see any of the shit that she does play in to what happens the next week. So this week they pretty much washed away everything that Becky did. And they said, okay, we're reinstating her. Oh, she's had no charges. We're not trusting charging, charging charges. And she's going to face Charlotte. It's just, they just did it in one promo backstage with Stephanie. And in a real rushed uh, promo that Stephanie had with some, like, I'm not sure which one held the back, but, you know, some um, correspondent. And they went through all those points in the story just to get the fast, on which they I know they had to do, but it seems super, super rushed because Last week, legitimately, we saw Becky walk out in cuffs. Now this week, we just get a promo backstage with someone saying, "Oh yeah, we dropped the charges and uh, and we're going to get the title to Charlotte and Becky, whoever whoever wins." It was just super awkward for me, and then to see Rhonda show up and cut this promo, which she says is not a promo, that was not really uh, it didn't it, it didn't work for me. Like that promo did not work for me. And the moment should have been bigger wow. for me. Wow.
0: Wow.
1: The moment should have been bigger How me. How we
0: contradict ourselves, bro. No, no. What we just what? watched. What? what? we just watched was cool. <laughs> Even what Ronda did was better than what H did in the I'm going to be realer than real right now. Here, here's why. Here's why. Here's why. Ronda here's was,
1: why. Uh, and, and maybe I'm Monday, Monday night quarterback and whatever the they say. I think that if I... If if you're booking this after the interaction they had on Twitter where Becky insulted her husband and then Ronna's like, yo, bitch, I'm going to fuck you up on site.
0: Uh
1: I would have had Ronna come down immediately, Spartan kick Charlotte, Uh beat up Becky immediately. Then after she beats up Becky, cut the promo and then beat up Becky again. That's what I would have seen. I would have done. You know, I would have had her beat up Becky immediately, cut that promo. And then I would have gotten like, because you see, I'm watching it. Like you're watching it. Me, you and Rich were watching it. And we're like oh, she's turning heel. I'm like, no, I don't think, I don't know. And I'm like, it just didn't hit me. And I wanted a moment where Ronda turns heel to have some kind of emotional effect. For that to happen, I need Ronda, I, I, I need that to, to be on site kind of thing. Not like, hey, Stephanie, I said I dropped the title, but I didn't want to you to give it to somebody else. Like that's what the first thing she said first. I was like, pretty basically, wait a minute. When I dropped the title, I didn't mean I was dropping well, it for real. I mean, and I'm like, get the fuck out of here, man. Like, she that didn't. just... And whatever. It, just, it doesn't make me feel like invested in that character. If you really want to be that badass, she, she talked shit about your husband. Immediately, on site, she should have fucked her up. Then she should have cut that promo and said, you know, pretty much fuck all your fans. And fuck all you booing me. And this is what I'm going to be doing from now on. And then, and then repeat Then went back to being up. Uh, Becky Lynch. Now, if that's how they did it, I would have been like, okay, I like that. But they rushed the whole thing with Becky and her being um, uh, arrested. They rushed the whole thing with, okay, now we're gonna have this. Um, Becky's reinstated and the suspension's gone. So, the suspension um, in one fell swoop. Becky's no char- no charges are um, a The charges are dropped. Uh, she's 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 unsuspended, she's back on the roster and she's getting a title match at Fastlane. In one fell swoop, then you have Ronda come out saying, hey, wait, wait, what's going on? Like. No, I didn't really drop the title. I, I was telling, giving you a week to think about it. Like
0: it just, it just seemed kind of nigga. Everything about off. this fucking it seemed kind of off. You know, everything I mean? about what the fuck they're doing is off because they have fucked up from the beginning because we fucked up again. Fans are stupid. How we, did we fuck up? Because we we rooted for Becky when Becky should have been. A, this is all goes back to last SummerSlam. This is listen. This this is what I'm saying. You
1: can't t- say the fans fucked up.
0: don't have the fans can just be fans. So okay, listen. The f- when Becky got cheered for for Charlotte, fine. Now they re altered and rewritten everything for Becky to win at the Rumble. Now, that is us forcing their hand. Boom! I will say that fans take part in that. Now, where I say it's their fault is how they told the story from Royal Rumble to present. Becky automatically should be fighting regardless because she won the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Now, if anything to make this as compelling as it should be, is that, and damn, we're that show. I don't want to be that show. So we're going to get back into, you know, filming and production and, and, and shit like that mm-hmm. and how it's written. Because I don't want to beat up on it. <clears throat> I don't want to beat up on a team too much, but it just its convoluted and it doesn't make sense. And there's a way to simplify it to make it a little bit more palatable. Becky got into the Rumble in nefarious ways. So if anything, Charlotte's gripe should be she shouldn't have lost the Rumble to Becky, who shouldn't have been in that's the log- Rumble match. That's logical. That's logical and that's reasonable. Yeah. That will easily make up for them having a match right now at Fastlane. Yeah. It would make sense. It would be. Which make we've sense. seen before. Which, we've, we've,
1: which yeah. would be perfect. You've seen a million times, which, we, which it doesn't and mind seeing it, mind it and again because it, it, it makes sense, sense going in the first million.
0: And it also gives us the idea of okay, they can either do three finishes a no finish to make it a triple threat, which will kind of satisfy the need of everybody's interest. Uh-huh. Becky goes over clean or Charlotte goes over clean. Or whatever. Not clean or, or go dirty. over. Yeah. Or whatever. Yeah. But, but goes over. So, I think, honestly, like, that would have been a little bit more, uh, um, less convoluted than what's mm-hmm. going on right now. You know what I mean? Um, I also do believe that um, with that being said, like you said, um, Ronda's turn should have been a lot more um, impactful. But at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it, at the same time, though. It, it it the slow burn like like you know what I mean like we kind of gotta appreciate what I say to fans as well. listen, Rhonda hasn't done anything for us to boo her, you know mm-hmm. what I mean yeah. so Rhonda honestly really still hasn't but Ronda instant turn can be the reason why it's so rushed, you know what I mean mm-hmm. like I can understand that feeling, you know what I mean yeah. like I'm holding it I'm holding the strap. I told them bitches, any one of them can get it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And now I'm some de facto bad guy because you want to cheer for this bitch. F- for what? You know what I mean? When, mm-hmm. you know, I can get that quasi quick turn. Mm-hmm. It's almost Rocky My Via-esque.
1: Yeah, it's, you I'm you know fed up. I mean? I'm, fed I'm, up I'm, I'm fed up with your reaction. I'm fed up with coming out here trying to please you guys, trying to entertain you guys, and not and, and you guys not appreciating it. That is a great story to tell. What I don't like about the way that it was told is just that it didn't just resonate for me. It didn't. I, I it, it maybe it maybe has to do with Ronda's delivery, but um, I just it just didn't hit home for me. I mean, also, and, and when I heard Ronda has like a, a. She said she's been dealing with uh, growing up a speech kind of uh, impediment that makes her
0: mumble words, which I probably have too because I mumble she words. She did. She did have. Uh, uh, I forgot actually, the name of it. I heard that on actually she told it on the Levertar show. Um, I watched, I listened to the Leverage Show, and I think she. Um, I'm not too sure if she did it in the Kevin Hart Coda's boss thing, but I have heard her say that she has she has had a speech yeah. impediment problem when she was younger, which carries over. And I, it get, makes sense. It so makes keep sense, it short.
1: Yeah. You say, "I'm fed up. I'm done with y'all bitches. I'm done with y'all fans, and just fuck bitches up." And that's all you got to keep keep it short because I think
0: giving her long promos. It doesn't do her any any um any favors. So that's where the critique and a criticism of the writer can come from. Yeah. And like and again, like the way we do it, we don't want to be nasty about it. We don't want to, you know, be like, oh, you guys don't know what you guys are doing. We can do it better. Um, we do think you guys do need help. Uh, with more people who are in tune of what I mean. I, <sighs> like
1: she should have came down, beat Becky up, took her title, and just. And then Stephanie could have been like, What the fuck, what is, going the on? fuck is going on? Like, and she no, could have cut that promo. Like, Yeah, take it from me, Steph. Like, What are you going to do? This is mine. I earned it. What are you going to do? And then everything that happens afterwards makes perfect makes sense. Perfect sense yeah. All right, you know what? And then she goes, Stephanie could go back and You know what's going to happen? Fine. It'll be Charlotte and, and Becky at, at Fastlane. and the winner faces Ronda at WrestleMania. And then we have it close like that, you know, and she's all flustered. And then we still, go, it goes off the air with Rhonda still beating up Becky. Next night on SmackDown, you should have Becky come out. Not beat up Charlotte, but I would have her... I mean, I was like, you can't... If have, you're going
0: to build a babyface, Charlotte should have beat her up.
1: Charlotte, exactly. Charlotte should have beat, beat, beat her up. up. Yeah, because she's already hobbled. And then you're like, oh, man, like, can she really overcome the odds at Fastlane? Charlotte should have jumped there. No Charlotte is an elite athlete. She's the elite of WWE she's wrestling. She's supposed to be a predator. She's supposed yeah. to be... Well, She's she did a, try, but then they gave it to Becky, like, you know, give her and, go and, Gold. And,
0: and, and I don't want to use terms like I'm an insider or shit like that, but obviously we know what it is. It's considered 50-50 booking. Well, Becky's already strong enough that two beatdowns in a row does not hurt her baby face nah. when she goes into Sunday. She's more lovable and more cheer for, root for than ever because if now— If Becky comes in, old with the crutch,
1: how about with an arm cast and still has to overcome the odds to get into WrestleMania? Cause that's what Becky does. Be- Becky has to overcome the odds, like Rocky Balboa. That would be a great story to tell at fast. And so you're like, okay, Becky's going to go over, but how are going to do this And for us who are smart? And for people who are not you're like, Oh man, Becky's not going to win, but I hope she does. You know, that feeling of like that nervousness of like, I hope Becky can somehow pull it out with all her injuries. And then you can have, maybe Ronda show can do something or you have Ronnie just beat them both up you know at the Lane and just walk out like nobody's going to beat me at, at WrestleMania I'm going to I'm going to walk into WrestleMania
0: as champion and and I think how they neither sh- one of these bitches can can can, can uh, test me I think how they should have introduced Charlotte as well as when Vince came out he he should have he should have he should have um um put in there that he is putting Charlotte in the championship match because of what happened at Rumble. I, I know Vince is just like, Charlotte Flair! You know, but you know what I mean? Uh-huh. The real, logic like, behind The, the real winner of the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Charlotte Flair! And then, you know, get some heat on him, get some heat on her uh-huh. type thing. But, um, I've, it's lazy. That's what yeah, I think it, it is. It's lazy because it they did the same thing with Kofi. It's just lazy. Yo, I was just not even front. I'm high right now, but I was just zoned off and thinking like, yo, what if Vince came and threw a screwball and was like, the replacement for Kofi Kingston is in that ring, and it was Big E. What oh, that would be that would be crazy. What if, if Vince made Big E challenge? As That's that drama. Lane? That's instant drama that you want to oh, see what happens. Man.
1: You know but um, we're getting Kevin Owens, Johnny O'Brien, which is cool. Um, I just hope they have a good great match. By the way, shout out to Kevin Owens and that, and that weight loss. You got you looking looking slim.
0: Also, man, I'm not liking how that's written either. Like, it's not written that great. Yeah, it's not like Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens is like has to do what he's doing as a baby right now, but that is ultra. Baby. Yeah, a lot of people like this Kevin Owens baby face, which I'm not I'm not the one to say that
1: Kevin Owens can't be a baby face. I think it's great. But the way they did it got heat on him as a babyface immediately, which is backwards to me. So we're still, we're still going to probably chill, cheer Kevin Owens because he's just a likable person. Like, it's just even if he's a heel or babyface, we just like the guy. However, yeah, I'm not feeling that program at the moment. I think the program is a little bit stale, especially with the, with the Kofi Mania thing going on right now. Kind of takes a little bit of steam out of the main event on
0: SmackDown. Um and then Everything they have Kobe on SmackDown has lost steam the tag, like that's my low point like let me cannot like yeah, can I, like my low point is SmackDown as a whole is losing steam going into May Well you
1: walked out of SmackDown today for at the best part of SmackDown so you got to understand that hey
0: you got to you got to you got to give it a shot <laughs> you know? I mean no I mean okay the consolation prize of Joe getting the US title and a sub power fader, four-way match. sub power. That was a really good match. It was a really good match, but against no sub... Like, again, when you talk about significance... Yeah, the story... Like, no, like, there, there was no, there's, story there's, there's no story going on. So, when I came in, Joe challenged. I said, Joe's winning, and I left to go get my girl from class. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? I thought it was just Joe and R-Truth. You want to add Andrade and Rey Mysterio in it just for spots, and then give them another match on fast? Like, what... Like. They had a triple threat. Like, I get it. But, okay, that's why it's my low point. That's that's why it's my low point. Like, yes, that may have been the best thing that happened on SmackDown, but it was also not the best to me. And the reason why I say that is because SmackDown is built on storytelling for me. SmackDown is built on having very wrestling-esque intricate, not-being-rushed Storylines like, Ms. Daniel, like Ms. Daniel Bryan, like uh, even even I didn't like it as much as Kevin Owens and AJ Styles um, when they had yeah, the, AJ Daniel Bryan was good. AJ Daniel Bryan was good. I mean, even the tag division, yeah. Like you know, they have they have made it good for me to be like, okay, I'm watching wrestling, babe. Sorry on uh-huh. Tuesdays for sure because yeah. I I, I want to see what's going on. The the right now the movement from. What The placeholders on, on, on lane? they have a month, literally. Today is March 7th. WrestleMania is April 7th. They have a month to make me care about the SmackDown tag team titles, the women's tag, I mean, the women's title, <laughs> the WWE Championship, yeah. even though I think it's going to be Kofi, but I, yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah. But right now, like, they are moving like out of really, for sure. But
1: they're putting all their... All their fucking eggs in one basket, and that's the Women's Raw Championship. Everything you see on WWE right now is just all their all their power is putting towards that. And it's, even that is lackluster to some extent, <laughs> to, according, according to me, for for me at least. I think that that has the most theme right now. That's the, that's the program that has the most theme because that's all they're focusing on. But they're even doing that wrong. Um, they well, need writers. they bleeding on
0: two shows in
1: Two shows, man. And it's like, we can't just see Becky beat people up every single week and then have um, Becky get beat up one week and then Becky beat people up again. Like, it just it, does, it doesn't break up the month It's kind of getting monotonous now. You know, we want to see actual storyline mm-hmm. leading to a main event that makes it worthy of like, man, I, I really want to see what happens at um, in New York, Bro, in MetLife Stadium. The, in the main has event.
0: been January. It's like March. It's been about four or five weeks now. It's Yo, been, can you believe that? Five weeks alone. It's, Royal Rumble was only five weeks ago. And they had elimination chamber, and now we got Fastlane right this week. Exactly. Weekend. And everything seems rushed. When Royal Rumble happens, that's supposed to be your set-in-stone WrestleMania build. Unless you have legitimacy in moving what you're doing, which you do have substance at the at the bottom of Becky and Charlotte. Yeah, you do. You, you like you. You have it. You're just telling it wrong. It's really an open goal. And honestly. And, 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 and my thing is, and also we talked about it too. You got two pay per view. You got two exits between WrestleMania. One of them gotta go, man. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking the same thing. Honestly, one, one of them gotta go. Yeah. The Fastlane. really has no purpose other than to like. No, obviously looking at this fucking card, it doesn't. It really doesn't. It have It has. You know. I mean, and. Uh, uh, yeah, Smiley, I'm sorry, Smiley, now. I know you're probably going to get some steam heading in the next month, um, but I'm just not interested. I'm 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 not the Miz. And but ben, shout out
1: to Joe though winning the United States Championship, his first. Shout out to United States Sports, Championship. Yes, yes. that was a great match. For his first um, title. Period. First title. I mean, his first. Yeah, WWE, WWE Championship on the main role. roster. Yep. Um, I, we're looking forward to seeing him go against John Cena. Hopefully, I mean, at least I am because yeah. I know they have history. And I wanna see that program. We've been we've been waiting for like two years to see that problem, but Joe kept getting injured. <laughs> God damn he kept getting injured, bro. <laughs> but um, um yeah, we'll see that. Um before we go into Fastlane, Lane, I did want to touch on Roman, Dean yes. and Seth. Uh that program right now doesn't rush. Rush, yeah. Trash.
0: It's rushed. But too. I know what it's for. What is it for? It's a logical and reasonable business decision. I get it. So explain it. I get it. Listen, quote unquote, Dean's leaving after Mania. Roman comes back from leukemia. Seth is the hottest fucking babyface in the company. Back this, huh? But go ahead. Nah, back No, Seth. I mean, listen. You hear that? Dun, 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 dun. Burn it Man, listen. I'm telling you. <laughs> that is the hottest shit going to wrestle right now. Okay. Well, in the um, uh, But anyway, but you got those three individuals and the shield can make you one last money grab with the t-shirt. You fucking do it, man. <laughs> Even if it's that fast lane, my nigga. <laughs> here's,
1: the, here's the problem I have with it. Like that's the thing There's, like this we talk, it's gonna be a trend on this podcast cause we talked about it from day one it's continuity issues you know mm-hmm. and Dean Ambrose since he's returned has had absolutely no continuity in his character at all he's and you can call him lunatic fringe and they wrote it into storyline that oh he's a lunatic and like that's what he's doing he's just just is, like, emotional and just flip-flops back and forth each week. One week he wants to be Seth's friend. One week he's turning on him. One week he wants to be a friend again. Next week he's like, "Nah, I'm not going to be your teammate, teammate. I'm not joining the Shield. If, he, if they told that story and that Dean is going through something, great. Even if they wanted to tell a, a mental health story on air, that would be cool, too. And use Dean, Dean as a as a caveat for that. That would be pretty creative. That would be pretty actually uh Substance, something of substance, you know. Yeah. But they don't, they don't do that. They just are lazy, and they're like, "Uh, so we got Roman back. We're gonna do a Shield versus uh Drew, Bobby, and Baron." Uh, how so, the
0: fuck did they come together, fam? Like, never got explanation. Excuse me, I'm eating a sugar cookie that's fucking fantastic right now because I'm But <laughs> what the fuck does Baron Corbin, Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley have in common? Hold on, I got it. Nothing, motherfucker. That's it. That's. The <laughs> <laughs>
1: it's, it's true though. Yeah, it's the true. The niggas
0: haven't even won the same title. Like the niggas haven't done anything. They've been failures together. I guess you can say that. Um. <laughs> But they don't even all have the same body. Like, Baron Corbin <laughs> looks like Jericho, nigga. Like, what the fuck? You <laughs> said
1: Baron like Jericho?
0: <laughs> he got the dad, body. I don't even know if he's a dad. <laughs> hey, that's why he's wearing that fucking suit. Um, oh, man. Wrestling in a fucking suit. But yeah, man. They, they, like, the Shield comes back for this cheap pop against, like... It is cheap. It's exactly, that ma- it is. It's exactly what it is. Nothing that have,
1: matters, man. And I have a problem with that. Because, like, with Roman and everything he's been through, with Seth and everything he's been through... And with Dean coming back and returning, and the things he said and done, you can tell a really good story. Like, I can write this in two seconds, man. Like, I can be like, yo, Dean. Dean wants to... uh, Dean... Roman, she just came back. Like, listen, I want that one moment. But before I have that moment, I need to bring my homie Dean out here. I want to bring my brothers out here. And we got to get some shit off the table. We got to make sure that... I I, I didn't hear what I thought I heard. Even if he said that, like, you know, and Dean comes out and is like... Yeah, I said, what, I said what I said. I said that you might deserve cancer. And they, just, and they had that out, and they fought, and then Seth breaks it up. And then, then you have uh, the Drew, Baron, and Bobby come out and just use the opportunity to, to completely end the shield. Like, oh, we want to put you guys, put this shit to rest and like, take you guys out. And they, they unite to combat them. And then they have their own story of friction going into this pay-per-view.
0: That is something that I'm like, okay, so we'll see. You know. It makes it a little bit more easier for Dean to turn on Roman so they can have a match at Mania. Which, which would be cool. Matter. Yeah. I would love to see Dean and Roman. Like, matter of fact, I might go to sleep watching Wrestle uh SummerSlam I mean Survivor Series sixteen when they had that match where I legitimately was like, Oh man, the fans hate Roman. Don't give him the title, Dean should get it and they like they had him go over, but that was a fucking really good match. Yeah. You know what I mean? So uh, we haven't had too many times of Dean and Roman. Like, yeah, out of the pair, we've seen that the least. Even, out, even out that trio. even when Seth left and they they had the tag, they were they're were the, like the rogue tag team together. Like they never really fit or mesh together, but okay. they were just brothers that just you know like they were like ah. they, they were, have they have they have story, like uh-huh. they have character, they have depth, they have. Uh, uh, Transparency, yeah, I, I, it's, I, uh, it's really it's really
1: an open goal too because there's not many characters that have a backstory in WWE that you can actually um, pull from. The Shield has tons of backstory to pull from, and I, think, I don't know why WB is so opposed pulling from backstory so much. And that's why I like Triple H promo because he pulls from backstory, he pulls from other things from the past, and makes fans like a fan like me who knows some of the shit like, oh, cool, that make, that makes sense. At least Triple H's promo makes fucking sense. Dean fist bumping these guys after getting jumped, and then like oh, that conflict of like, should I go help them? When last week he's just like, hey guys, why don't you help me? Or the week before he's like, oh Seth, hey, why why didn't you help me? And I'm like, so if you if you watch Raw week to week, and you're looking at this, you're like, this doesn't make any sense. Like, I'm supposed to suspend disbelief as a fan, and I want to, but this doesn't make any sense. Dean should you know, that, you know- not be opposed to joining The Shield when he was just talking to Seth and trying to help him out two weeks ago,
0: you know? You know what else doesn't make sense? And this has nothing to do with what you were talking about, but it just doesn't make sense, so it just connects. The Miz and Shane McMahon mm-hmm. as the best tag team in the fucking world. I just hope Miz turns on him, man. Bro. I really do,
1: because then I'd be like, all right, at least you guys try to do something here, and it's you just guys right are now swerving just, us, I trying just,
0: to swerve us. But I just don't know. I just... I just don't know how, what the demo is. You know what I mean? Like, I I don't know what. (laughs) Who the the fans? I don't know who the fans are because, like, okay, people who are have daddy issues. Like, my thing is the the Shane again is in that tournament, and he uh, he he takes over Miz's spot, and. How he decides that he takes over Mrs. spot. Did, my thing is, is this their long-term booking that they had?
1: I don't know. That's, that's, that's a good question.
0: Bro, because... <laughs> or did they were just like, oh, man, we fucked up, so we just got to roll with the punches. <laughs> I would that's kind of question. really respect that more than them niggas really working a, a work angle of Miz losing... Shane interacting, them becoming buddy and best friends, and then Miz turns on Shane. And It didn't make Friends from jump because with Shane, with Miz's
1: character, you think with the ego he has, he would be like, "Hey, like I'm, you know, that's my my trophy." But if they wanted to make this tag team to lead to a Miz Shane feud at some at Wrestle at WrestleMania, I could see their logic in it. I could see where what they're trying to do. How do we get Miz and Shane? Uh, missing Shane match to, to, to matter and it's getting people to care about it. You make them a tag team, bring up their fathers, make them tag champions, have them lose it, have them have this be, have this underdog story, almost like hey, you know, we were always counted out or what. I don't know what they're trying to do really, but uh, it's it's not a lazy thing. It's, it's kind of it's,
0: it's, it's, it's lazy. Uh, what else is lazy? Um, the unfortunate injury to Tommaso Ciampa. So now we're- That's not mind. lazy at all. No, so also no, put his I'm ass. no, no, He I'm worked so his no, ass off. No, no I'm uh. the writing, the writing. Like, okay, it's lazy how they brought a Ricochet and Alistair Black. They're now in a triple three.
2: Whatever temperatures this winter brings, your friendly and knowledgeable Bryant dealer is ready to help. We have the right training and support and are backed by outstanding products from one of the industry's most trusted names, Bryant whether you need a quick fix or an entirely new heating system we will do whatever it takes for your family's comfort find your local dealer at bryant.com bryant whatever it takes home is where you should feel the safest but the air there can be more dangerous up to five times more polluted than outside air let us help you take the steps towards making it a healthier home with our bryant indoor air quality solutions we can help with everything from whole home air purifiers to indoor humidity control. To schedule an evaluation of your home's air, visit bryant.com to find a local dealer. Bryant, whatever it takes.
0: a tag team match for, like, every, everything. Everything right now just makes me want just, to just, that's what makes me want to just watch matches. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. this is how I get into the point where, because if I look at it in a logical, reasonable sense, which you're not supposed to, <laughs> you're not supposed to, you're not supposed to look,
1: um, the, it's, it's, I wouldn't say that. Cause you know why? Cause when, cause if you're making a show, a television show from week to week and you want to hold an audience, why shouldn't your audience care about the storylines? Why shouldn't your audience? Cause and, and then you, so it's like are that's what I like about WWE sometimes because they pick and choose. When they want to be like, okay, we're just just watch the matches and don't care about the story, line. and they always care about storylines now. And I can't be that way. I, either you want me to care about these storylines and, and, and I'm going to be invested and try to, or I'm just gonna be like, all right, you guys are just putting on matches and you're just trying to build to a match. I can't, I can't separate the two like so. But they try to on certain storylines. They're like, oh, yo, we have some really good stuff we're writing for you guys and care about these characters. And at other times, it's like, oh, here's this match. Hey, we're just saying Alistair Black on, on, on Raw. Just like
0: it. Just they, eat it. They don't care. Just like, accept not, it. I don't think they... That's what I'm saying. Like, that's why I'm trying not to... That's why my investment... Because I don't see how they do care. Like, how... how I know you have to make stars. Granted. Mandy Rose can't never be the next Tori Wilson... No. If she doesn't get put into these positions. You know what I mean? That hurt me. That hurt my feelings. Tori wanted to wrestle... Mandy wanted to wrestle. Mandy mm-hmm. seems like she wants to improve. Mandy's eye. Shout out to Kurt Wilson, by the way. She's in the Hall, Hall of fame. fame. That's what I'm saying. Like you have to make these stars, but like um, uh, building Mandy up into this spot. Um, no, no,
1: no. We're not gonna run over the fact that she beat Naomi in like 40 seconds.
0: <laughs> like that's
1: that's egregious, Doug. That's that yeah. hurt my feelings this week. That was my low spot. That was that was the worst produced, worst written, worst everything. Because here's the thing about the whole thing with Naomi is that she's never got her comeuppance over Manny when this bitch tried to ruin her marriage. It's like, damn, yo. You doing her like that?
0: You know, this, this uh, I'm not going to say what I'm going to say. But the undertones of black marriages don't survive <laughs> when the white Jezebel comes <laughs> and get involved, man. Nobody prospers except the black man. Because he won the championship. After that, dog. <laughs> hold on, hold on, Let me rewind. No, nah, no, black men don't cheat. <laughs> Yo,
1: it, it, and and when they started that storyline, I was like, oh, I mean, they have some kind of love try, like love angle. I like, I liked it because it's something new. Damn, you really don't know how to book something so that we care long term and it's like they're not even trying even
0: if they booked it bro where- and it would have been so easy because they they shoehorned into a show called Temptation on the USA Network uh-huh. how don't you look? how don't you just holler? you got enough fucking writers anyway you should be like yo I'm gonna trade you one of these niggas that ain't shit for one of y'all niggas that ain't shit but at least one of y'all niggas that ain't shit been in a situation where we need it. you feel me like we're like yo fam you was in Temptation like, what is the scum of the scum that we can put on TV? You know what I mean? And it's so easy. Because, obviously, Temptations get ratings because the show's still on fucking, you know, television. Mm-hmm. Yo, like... So that segment of television can get ratings and this is, if and, it's and, written
1: well. And this is the freaking rollout for WrestleMania, mind you. This is all rollout to WrestleMania. So hopefully things get picked up after Fastlane, but... Damn, they're really lazy right now. They're really not trying to make anything hot. And I'm not sure if there's some kind of fluctuation backstage where they don't know what's going to happen. They don't know who they're booking. They don't know what's going to happen. WrestleMania. Yeah, there's WrestleMania. lot.
0: NXT's card took a huge shot. Yeah. Champa's you know,
1: out, uh, <sighs> you know. so like that's, that's NXT. So, like, on the main roster, like, they're in because they have so much talent. is not doing shit. Chisuke's not doing shit. You got Andrade and Rey Mysterio fighting for the... I mean, I would love to see it again, but for like the third, fourth, fifth time in a row, I don't mind seeing it again. But they're not doing shit in terms of storyline. So what are you really trying to make for your loyal fans to grab for WrestleMania right now? The only thing that I know I want to see at WrestleMania is Kofi winning the title. That's the only thing that I know I want to see. And maybe Samoa Joe and John Cena, they they announced that. That's it. Yeah. Whatever Ricochet and Alistair Black are doing, I'm going to check in. You know, because they're going to be phenomenal probably. Uh, Are they at Mania? They will be at Mania. If they're going to be in a Raw Tag Team Championship match, they have to be at Mania. Yeah. And I think Vince loves them. I think Vince likes them because I think damn he, it, he can do flips. <laughs> yeah, he's putting he's, he's showcasing them. So I think uh, Vince wants them on the big stage at uh, WrestleMania. Maybe probably in a like a tag team ladder match or a tag team, you know, triple threat for Four a whatever. They're going to be on Mania. Um, And then you have all the guys like uh, Tucker Knight, EC3, Lacey Evans showing up. And they're not doing anything storyline-wise with them. You know, they're just putting them in the matches. And I'm not saying that you can't do that throughout the year. But this is WrestleMania season. Like, find some direction and then aim towards it with your characters. Find some narrative and then just write it in to a show. Find a narrative like, all right, then we're going to go with this match Settle down, make a choice. These are the matches you're gonna have, Rosemania. Sit down and say, All right, how do we get five weeks of TV out of this? Right, one week after another, and then put it on air. It shouldn't be detrimentally hard to do that, but uh, for some reason, it is, you know. A lot of moving parts, man, you know. But what are the moving parts? Well, Batista not being there, Batista will be there next week. Like, I mean, yeah, I know you got a huge roster, it's not like they're running one thing right, though. It's like they're giving me like two, three things that were written really well going to WrestleMania, I'll be fine. And I'm not saying everything on WrestleMania card should be written But a deep storyline. The is trash these days. Women's, God, ta- women's tag team titles, like, what we, do we, should we care? No, because they haven't given us nothing to care about with these titles yet. Now, granted, it's very new.
0: but I mean, Tamina me, and Nia Jax ain't going to get you that ass. I can tell you that, my G. That ain't how you gonna make um, a nigga care. I think you can
1: do it with nah. Tamina and just if you write it a certain way. Because I think that. I, I, I don't, maybe I'm naive, but I think writing even bad wrestlers or bad characters in a certain way can get people to care about them. If you write them and put them in, spot, in spots to succeed. You know? I haven't cared about Tamina in 10 years. Um, but you can write her into a way where she seems like she's a threat. And they, they don't choose to do that. She ain't a threat. Because they don't choose to make her a threat. She's, mind you, look at it. Take, take Tamina out and look slide, like. Put, put it in like real life. Tamina and all these other girls. Tamina's wrecking half of the roster, more than half of the roster. She's in a real fight. Tamina's beating these bitches but up. Also, but also, not in real life. If she, you can, so if that's true, if then you can write her to be into her ass. Look, which she's she not that old. She's not that old. She's not like... Come on, she's not ancient. Tamina, yes, yeah, she maybe is pushing... Her um, mid forties, maybe or whatever. I still think Tamina should be able to be presented in a way. And I'm not saying that that she has to be this like supreme dominant figure. I'm saying you can give her some credibility in the least, and if you if you write and put them in positions to succeed, and, and especially with tag teaming with Nia Jax, you should she should get be able to get that rub from Nia Jax and get that heat, so they're an intimidating figure in the women's division as a tag team. They don't do that. They don't really try. Like, they don't really sit down with these characters and be like, they need somebody to devote, like we do, to our characters. So, so devote, like, all right, what are we going to do with this character moving forward? But the potential avenues we could take with this character, have some um, dialogue with them backstage, and talk about what they see their character as, and ask them about everybody on the roster. Not just, like, the main people like Roman Seth, Dean, and they don't even do them very um, to justice. But really, sit down with these guys. And like, all right, so if you saw yourself as a character, what do you see yourself as? What can you portray? And then see where the, their pocket fits, and utilize their strengths, hide their weaknesses, and make us care. It shouldn't be like Paul. I know it's a hectic schedule, but you got You got to try. You got to try. That's what Paul Heyman did in ECW. He was with them one on one with every single character. Every single person had to have a backstory, a feeling about him, a vibe. Every character, every person on ECW. So I'm not saying that it's easy, but you got to at least going into
0: WrestleMania. You got to come on, tune it up, tune it up. Speaking of WrestleMania, their pit stop is Fastlane. <laughs> Great so, segue. <laughs> <no. laughs> i getting better at this radio thing, man. I may have a job at this. That is not a good
1: segue, though. Speaking of WrestleMania, they're pissed off fast. I mean, yes! <laughs> Alright, maybe.
0: <laughs> oh, man.
1: Speaking of WrestleMania, uh, let's talk about Fastlane. <laughs> speaking of
0: WrestleMania, let's talk about Fastlane. So, um, I got. to um, go through this. We do predictions, and uh, especially about a car we don't give a fuck about, we're going to rip right through it. Alright. Uso's versus Miz and Shane for the WWE SmackDown Tag Team Championships. Uso's. Good because we're on the same belt with that one. Boston Hook Connection: Bailey and Sasha Banks versus Nia Jackson Tamina. Boston Hook Connection. Good, we're on the same uh, wave link on this one. Uh, we have the Revival. Top guys out faces, uh, Alistair Black and Ricochet and Chad Gable. And a triple threat for the WWE Raw Tag Team Championships. Who you got? I got the, uh, the Revival. Top guys out of times two over here, man. I don't think Revival drops the belt. Mm-hmm. There's no way Ricochet and Aleister Black get the Ra- the Raw Tag Team Championships. I think there is a way. I th- I mean, I think... The, not I think here. That, not here. Maybe at Mania, but I think okay. that they might Bet. go that route. Pre-show match. I forgot to mention... Uh, Andrade and Rey Mysterio wrestling for the hundred and seventy seventh time <laughs> in four weeks. I'm gonna love it. I, I love that.
1: I love their chemistry, man. It's so smooth. Um, but I'm gonna go with Andrade.
0: Uh, yeah, Andrade definitely needs to win this one. Yeah. All right, so um, Big Gun's time. Shield. Uh, realigned or reestablished the face Baron Corbin, <laughs> Drew McIntyre, and Bobby Lashley. <laughs> what do you call them? We need a name for these guys um, um, The Nothings. The Shields versus the, the Nothings. The underutilized talent. Uh, oh, God. At least Bobby and Drew are.
1: They can write them to something they don't they choose. <laughs> Fuck it. The <There's> Shield <laughs> one in this.
0: And Baron, we already talked about a couple weeks ago. Baron is a good heel. No. use the I mean, yeah, it's true. I mean he does what he's supposed to do for
2: yeah.
0: sure alright so yes I have the shield as well no I don't I'm a big contrarian I have Bobby wait June, wait wait, wait. And Britt. making me think about no it. man no, <laughs> reason, no man
1: yeah going into WrestleMania
0: wow, these yeah. guys do need
1: a win these guys do I'm need a win I'm going with the shield <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> the Shield Yeah, The Shield The Shield's not winning Yeah, we're going go with The, the nothings
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> um, Becky Lynch versus Charlotte Flair Becky Lynch wins She'll be added to the Raw Women's Championship Match at WrestleMania 35 I concur Wait, what? I concur. I agree. You agree what? With Becky Lynch. Oh, oh, okay. I was reading, but that (laughs) you threw me off there. Oh, I thought you said Becky Lynch wins. Yeah, I'm going with Becky Lynch. Okay, cool. All right, yeah. Okay, yeah, I think Becky's going to win. Did I say Oscar versus Mandy Rose? No, you skipped right over it. I'm going to get big guns. That's not a big gun right there. (laughs) No, it's definitely not big guns. Oscar better not fucking lose. Yeah, Oscar better not lose. If you fuck up my nut, Brennan... Um,
1: she is going to lose to Lacey Evans at WrestleMania. I hope so.
0: Really? Uh, no, no. Who? Who? Wait, what? Oscar will win here and lose to Lacey Evans. Oh, at WrestleMania. fuck that! No, no, no. I'm sorry, I was distracted. No, no. Get out of here with that. Uh, yeah, I, I don't even want to entertain that thought. Um, Watch out. Last match of the night. I'm pretty sure. I hope. Brave, uh, uh, um, Daniel Bryan versus. Kevin Owens WWE Championship. Dan Bryan. Dan Bryant has to win that. Dan Bryan has to win that. Um. So with our lackluster prediction show, because I mean, look at the card. Uh. There is Fastlane. You know what I mean. That is the week that was. Honestly, well, honestly, we have to talk about a little bit of NXT. Uh. If you watch NXT Wednesday. Uh, we were there, uh, th- the taping of last week, and um, you've seen a few tag team matches, which were really dope. Dusty Rose Classic. The Dusty Rose Classic. You saw the promo of Velveteen Dream and Matt Riddle. Um, but the like we stated earlier, the, the state of this epic storytelling that we talk about in wrestling. Tomaso Ciampa and Johnny Gargano have been telling a story for damn near 18 months to two years. <laughs> for and real. they can't culminate this fucking story because of injury because they got too fucking cute and didn't do it last year. Um, I have it in my phone where Tommaso Ciampa won the championship and Tommaso did not need this fucking long reign championship if you knew that he was nicked up. He just came back from they me. They didn't know that. I mean, well, from before, he yeah. came. I mean, oh, bro, he, he came back from a lot of stuff, and you want to put the title on a guy and run him. Like, I'm, again, if you are booking this long term, if you're looking at this and like, yo, we're going to culminate this at WrestleMania, New, I mean, at NXT, New York, you know what I mean? Johnny Gargano's not even from New York, so I don't know why they're like doing the big-time story there. Isn't from, like, Pittsburgh? He's from, like, Ohio or something like oh. that. You know what I mean? But... <laughs> Yeah, we don't know. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, yeah, he's injured,
1: and I'm curious to see what they're gonna do with that. I I I don't know. I
0: think they're gonna still crown Johnny in New York, but um, it uh, it's, it's gonna be not as um fulfilling, man. We we'll just uh
1: get better soon, Tomaso. I know you're dealing with spinal stenosis, a very serious condition, a very serious injury on your in your neck, and. That takes a surgery on his neck that's going to put him out for a very long time. That's a huge wrench in the plans for NXT. That's a huge detriment because I was curious to see what him and Johnny were going to do again because every match they do is a little bit different. Yeah. But but they use elements from the previous matches. They know how to build a storyline within the match in a way that I think is the evolution of wrestling. I think the way they have use their continuity throughout all these damn near two years, it's been impeccable, man. So I was curious to see how they're going to do it again. And what you said they're going to have maybe a wrestling match at yeah, New I York. Yeah, I think they, they would have
0: had a wrestling match. And that, that would have been mean, cool.
1: I, I would have been so game to see that. But without that happening now with Tommaso going out, there has to be a, a crowned N S C champion in New York, and it's going to be Johnny Gargano. We have, he has to get it. Um, but it has to be... Who who's going to be his opponent? Like, who do you see taking that spot? Because I, I see it. I I said to you in the group chat with Rich that it's either going to be Johnny versus Adam Cole or Johnny versus somebody and Ricochet or uh, uh, Alistair Black. It's one of those four mix, I think. I Because, think. you know, I see the having that match with R- Riddle or Adam Cole uh, or both. You know, but I see them having that match. Yeah. And I see Johnny facing one kind of combination of either Alistair, Ricochet, or Adam Cole. Um, and maybe even a final four-way.
0: Um, I think that for the most part, Johnny Gargano championship reign should come at like, um, I mean, it, Alistair should quote-unquote technically be in that slot. And Ricochet, I think that's how you break up that tag. You know what I mean? That's how you launch them separately. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Um, so they can come and feud. I think them being a tag team right now, and then them breaking up over the championship, them feuding over the championship, and then coming on the main roster feuding together will instantly be okay for them, and then they'd be able to do other. I, things I, that'd be cool, but I don't. I don't see that happen. I
1: see them staying as a tag team because now that they're on the main roster and seen together as a tag team. They're gonna ride with that. They're not gonna blend NXT storyline with main roster storyline. No, line. I
0: don't think. No, you know? I, don't, I don't think they're gonna stay as a tag team. I think. I don't think that. I, I don't think that at all. I think for the most part that until will. after
1: at least until after WrestleMania, and if they're gonna be on WrestleMania card, which they probably will be on WrestleMania
0: card, I think they're definitely gonna be on WrestleMania. Card. But I don't think they're be, not gonna break them up. on I the day I don't think they'll be on the WrestleMania. I mean yeah I mean sammy Sammy Russell Nakamura and then Russell on Romania car for the IC title yeah I can exactly. see but I can see them also haven't not breaking up, but I can also see them they're not one of the date they, they were taped in a dusty Road classic right now they're on TV right now on live being a tag team I think when the opportunity right now comes for the NXT championship. Alex the Black and be like, I'm not a fucking tag team. <laughs> like I'm not eventually, tag team. We don't even have a eventually fucking name. Eventually
1: Ricochet will get his head kicked off. Eventually that will happen one day. I don't see it happening yet. Maybe yeah, maybe I'll
0: take over it. Or maybe I don't know. Definitely I take I definitely see they got one more taping, which is next week. I think they'll tape the few right now. They're scrambling right now. They have to they do it. They should've put Street Profits in that spot. Now, now that we say that, yeah, of course.
1: They really just put Cheap progress In the finals Of those girls classic Cause they I don't think they've had A main um, Main card Takeover match Have they? Nope So they Honestly I think that Their work is good I think that uh, Montez has one of the best Frog
0: splashes in the business Montez has one of the best Games period And like You know He has Mont- a great mouth Montez Mont- so a great talker No I'm sorry. Pause Grace He's a great
1: talker Don't give me that Fucking look he has a great, he's a great talker. You got, you know, um, don't sleep on, um, De- I'm about to say DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> Damn. Um,
0: D'Angelo Angel-
1: no, Dawkins. Angelo Dawkins. Dawkins. Okay. Uh, oh, my gosh. Bear with me here. As things change, other things stay the same. Uh, I think that don't sleep on Angelo Dawkins, he, he has, um, he's working with something, I think, I think he's getting better and better as time goes on as the powerhouse, but uh, yeah, they, they should have been in that spot in the Dusty Rose Classic, we just watched a promo with them, well at least I did, with them talking about how they're losing, and uh, nobody likes losers, and they gotta win, and they, what do they need to do to win more matches, and the Angelo Dawkins was like, yeah, I need maybe you know what we need to we need to have a little bit more edge. And maybe they're teasing
0: a heel turn. We'll see what happens with them. I've been praying for them to have a um, heel turn, man. Um, I think that for the most part... Excuse me. I think for the most part that uh, they've done all they can do as a babyface. And we had this conversation before. When he was like, no, oh, they can stay you know, a baby and like, you know, every it's okay to be, you know, jokesters and sh- nobody, nobody. I never said that. I mean I said that they have a good vibe, the fans
1: share with them. They can be a face team and get over. I think that they can work. Get over don't mean you winning. Yeah, but if they book them to win, they win. That's all you that's, gotta do. That's true. I mean, but that's. Like that true. promo that I just watched with them, that wasn't to the fan. That promo, if you guys look on WWE.com, they have a promo after they got kicked out of the Dusty Rose Classic talking about how they're losing. They're, that promo was geared not towards the fan, that promo was geared towards the guys in the back booking these matches and booking them into losing positions against the fucking Forgotten Sons and shit. And, not, and no offense to the Forgotten Sons, but She Profits has I'll way more potential.
0: Forgotten Sons. <laughs>
1: Street Profits has way more potential than Forgotten Sons. And Forgotten Sons are in the finals with Ricochet and Alistair Black. So bringing it full circle, I really don't see how that match next week, I don't or, or, or when, when the taping happens will hopefully be there. I've not if they put Alistair Black and Ricochet against War Machine, great. I don't care about Forgotten Sons versus War Machine. I don't care about that. Now if it was Alistair Black and Ricochet versus Street Profits, I'll be even more intrigued to see that. And if they turn on Aleister Black and Ricochet in that match and won through nefarious means to go face the War Machine at at NXT, then, Tommaso gets injured, you have people to go into that match in a triple threat with Johnny Gargano. Ricochet and Alistair Black, Johnny Gargano, triple threat. Boom. You don't have have to do double duty. Great card. You know? That is how it should be. But in this reality, in this reality, Ricochet, Alistair Black, Tommaso, champion, Johnny Gargano, are like the only guys they see... (laughs) as getting matches and look what happens when guy gets injured because you
0: work him three nights in a row. You work him three nights in, well yeah three nights in a row. My thing is like how do you know he has an injury? You work him Monday night, Tuesday night, they're in Louisiana I think, they do Lafayette, they do New Orleans, and then they come back to Winter Park and then you ask Chamaso to work a three hour yeah, show sure. like three matches. Yeah, in
1: the in the classic he worked like three matches and it had an angle with Johnny at the end. So, like that's putting a lot of taxing on these four guys, uh, and in particular Tomasa, who ended up getting uh, an injury. And I'm not sure if this injury was something that came long term over time, or it happened. Re- it just something that happened recently off of the extensive work they've been putting in. But it's 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 a it's a shame. I want. I mean, I, I wish Tomasa well. But going into the t- takeover, if the card was Alistair Ricochet and, and Johnny Gargano on a triple threat for the title and we had uh, Street Profits versus War Machine, I would have loved that. But we don't. And now Street Profits right now doesn't even have a spot on the card, which is, I think, a crime because they have gotten over in in an aspect. And all they need, like they said in that program, and that promo, is wins. All Street Profits needs is wins. And in our Booking Black today, if you haven't guessed, it's Street Profits. So given that Street Profits are booked to lose so much, like you said, they need a heel turn, I'm on board with that now. Because at this point, this only thing you can do with them since they've lost so much. <laughs> that was the only thing you could do with them since they lost so much. And can they be a foil to War Machine? A um, legitimate foil to War Machine?
0: I think, honestly, they can be a legitimate foil to Ro- uh, War Machine if they are presented as such. So when I mean presented as such, I mean as... Um, okay, like I said, I'm very impressed with Montez Ford and angelo dawkins is um like like you said a powerhouse that can work as well Mm -hmm. so by them you know turning on such like a quote-unquote a gear like a switch uh not having them be diabolical but just a lot more aggressive i think that you know war war machine um having this like Tenacity and toughness about them meeting with somebody from the quote unquote streets. I think the dynamics of a street prophet versus a Viking would be a dope ass, you know, uh-huh. conflict to have anyway. You know what I mean? Like, I could see them clowning them, I could see them making fun of them, I can, I can see them um,
1: having a rival with them that, that is entertaining. I really, really can. I don't see them going over it because of the way NSD books. I don't see them going over War Machine. I see them waiting for another tag team to come out blue and uh, be War Machine. But if you really were doing it right, I think War Machine dropping to Street Providence through nefarious means would be great. And I'm not saying they need a rebrand, but they need a different, like you said, a different gear. They need a different subset of their character that is heelish. Like like legitimately heelish. I, we saw a couple of weeks ago they work a heel match on, on NXT. Montez has that fire. Um, Angelo Dawkins has that fire. They they have that gear they can go to. We, they have we have a, we saw a hint of it, but they brought it back and they they worked against um Mustache Mountain, and it wasn't like they, we didn't see that that heel fire when they lost. We didn't see. None of that come back out. And then they have that promo where they're like, oh, we, we, you know, they're teasing this heel turn, teasing this heel turn. Let's just have it already. Like, just just, give us the heel turn, see what these guys can do, and um, and get I, over I, it as, as, he, as heels. And I think... I think, Can they get booed? I think as... Because even when they, turned, they showed that fire a couple weeks ago, they were still saying, you deserve it, like, I mean, got I, mean, I mean,
0: my thing is, too, like, it, it's just the landscape, too, you know what I mean? Like, it's a lot of moving pieces... Um, a lot of talent. It's a lot of talent. They want to NXT does want to squeeze every fucking dollar they can. Once Aleister leaves, once Ricochet leaves, who's about to sell these tickets? Adam Cole, okay. Velveteen, I, we have to see Velveteen Dream in this top bill. We have to see if Matt Riddle, also in this top bill here, can he move the needle? Yeah. These are the things that they're kind of hesitant to when you're considering them as a third brand, mm-hmm. as a third production cost. NXT costs money right now. you are talking about business and logic. So let's talk about, you know, like booking street profits. They're like, hey, man, we can't throw you as many bones as we can over here right now, but we're going to let you work with Gabe over there. And you're going to win the titles over there and he's they're wrestling they're having these they're having matches they're staying busy they're they're like whatever goes on in evolve, obviously the guys that w w e knows and keeps the an eye on that's how they get Gargano and Rito and uh-huh. Keith Lee and fucking and the list goes on from uh-huh. evolve, so right now they kind of like again are like place them until you move. Undisputed out the way exactly. until you move um, some of these other tags. And teams I was just about to bring up undisputed. Good
1: I mean. thing you brought them up because I was just about to ask you. Even as a heel, does that then make them second heel baby face? I mean, the second heel tag team. You know, because obviously undisputed is the number one heel tag team in NXT right now. They're the top. Kyle O'Reilly Bobby Fish is the top heel tag team in, in NXT. They then the top face tag team is War Machine, and before that. It was uh, Mustache Mountain, or you can even say it's Mustache Mountain. So where do where do street poppers
0: fit in that landscape? Well, if as- they turn the heel. They obviously are turning hill. Like that, honestly, like them, they can yeah. beat the shit out of the Forgotten Sons because, like, yo, y'all done came up and too they're heels too. But that's fine. Like heels and heels can fight. Like they don't like my thing of heels because you're heel. We have to be friends. Like nah. Street Profits is heels because they came for it and anybody in the way can get it type shit. You know what I mean? How about this? Maybe they don't have to turn a heel, but just show that aggression. Yeah, I mean, that's fine as well. Because like, when I'm, I look at the I'm,
1: landscape, there's a lot of heel tag teams.
0: Lot, uh, well, honestly, I mean, no. The, no, the Fabian Eichner. You you know, f- yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Uh, when you
1: add in the other guys who are you know just starting to get their shine on the NXT, there's a quite
0: a few. You know, So they need face Tag team. And, or they need real-life niggas on TV, too. Like, shout-out to them. I think they can come across, like I said, I feel like they can come across on television and be like, yo, all right, we ain't being overlooked no more. I know yeah. we done talk to it, but our actions about the show and anybody that think, we, that think we playing, come test us. And the first people that come out and try to test them, they can just let them know, like, okay, mm-hmm. sorry, you got to be an example. And they exactly. just beat the shit out of them. Exactly. You know what I mean? And then that puts the tag team division on notice. Uh You can have commentary put them over. And then at that point in time, I think they gain a little bit of steam and traction and credibility credibility with the fans to let them know, like, okay, they're not going to lose every big opportunity that Mm comes their way. They're going to get it eventually, but right now it seems like
1: they're placeholders, and I don't like that because they have so much to um, offer. They have so much, like, potential as a group, as a tag team. Uh, Because... and uh, Angelo Dawkins has been there for a minute. It took him a while to find that footing and he's finally found it with this tag team. Now it's time to pull the trigger and give them something. You know? Because it, it, I know that I'm not sure how, Montez, how, how long Montez has been in the PC but An- Angelo Dawkins has been there for a minute. Like we've seen him tag with Jason Jordan. We've seen him tag with uh, a couple guys. Uh so did he tag with Scott Dawson? Yeah, I think he was with Scott Dawson. You know, uh, we've seen him tag with a couple people. So I think Going forward, these guys have shown that they can get the crowd every reaction. They've shown that they can have good matches. It's time for them to get a, a spotlight. At least get a spotlight on a takeover, a main card spotlight on a takeover. Even in a losing losing effort, will be a good spot for them, you know. And I, and I hope they can get that in New York.
0: Shout out to Montez. Shout out to Angelo Dawkins. Book in Black, we holding it down for y'all. Y'all hold it down for us. Word up! Um, real quick uh, for our business and logic, um, it was just announced. I think it was today or yesterday um, that WrestleMania will be in Tampa, Florida. Uh-huh. This would be the fourth time that WrestleMania would have been in the state of Florida, and you know what we're doing is hashtag Pull Up Season. So we'll see you WrestleMania. And 2020, mother bleepers, <laughs> nah, um, great business, um, great, great business. Uh, I think that what they're going to do with the with the city of Tampa is going to be phenomenal. I think this is also going to be as talking about book and black. I think this is going to be a great position for uh, Titus O'Neil. He's from Tampa. He's going to be the spokesperson kind of mm-hmm. uh, on the forefront. Uh, I think it's going to be a great opportunity for him to be more than just a wrestler-type shit. Like, mm-hmm. he's going to be a The unofficial president. mayor exactly. of Tampa. Exactly. You know, he does um, a lot of
1: community um, uh, work over there. Uh, shout out to Titus to O'Neill and all the charity and uh, humanitarian... He's not humanitarian, but like... Yeah,
0: I mean, you know, humanitarian, uh, fucking... Good Samaritan, all that. And we all know that the Best father in the world. Yeah, (laughs) We all know the revenue that WrestleMania brings to a city. Absolutely. Uh, So for them to have done it in Miami, to do it in Orlando, and to now do it in Tampa, uh, shout out to WWE. Just wanting to fucking have a warm mania, dog, because New York ain't it in April. Let's just call it what it is. But it's New York. You can't you know. Yeah, and tickets are fucking surgeon, so yeah. Get it down to Tampa where I can buy a ticket for fifty dollars, <laughs> man. It'll be probably even more. It's a
1: wrestling it's a wrestling state, you know? Shit. There's a lot of people that are gonna be going to Tampa. Uh, I know we will be there. Uh it's gonna be hot. It's gonna be dope. <laughs> I can't wait. It's gonna
0: be out as fuck. <laughs> it's oh, be crazy. man. um, so another announcement too, Wally Mania Pull-up was season. announced uh pull ups hashtag pull-up season, uh, we will be there as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we'll see everybody. They got special guests from Leo Rush to Booker T to Samoa Joe to wrestling uh, 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 and Flow, who going to do a live performance. Mm-hmm. Smoke Dizza, again, Westside Gunn. Um, Wale, of course, because it's his event. Shout out to Emilio Sparks and Real Life Cast that put on the event. Um, so Man, it's a lot of business and logic going on right now. It's a lot and, of business. And, and it's wrestling.
1: Wrestling as a whole, and if you want to even throw an AEW popping up, there's a lot of money moving around. Man, and it's a lot of money to be made in this industry. And I just, and I'm just happy for the future of wrestling when you have parties and festivals popping up and con, and, and cons popping up and you know, uh, you know, star starcast, all this shit popping up with wrestling getting noticed and getting money. You know, exchange. It's, just, it's it's huge for the wrestling economy. Yeah, and that means there's a there's a market for it. It means that there's, there's um people are making money. People are people are doing more, and that means that the boys get more money. That means exactly. that hopefully one day we can get money from. Exactly. That means that hopefully there's a, there's a spot in it for people who love wrestling. And I think it's great. It's great. Mania is gonna be dope. I can't wait for it. I cannot wait. It's my first Mania.
0: So looking yeah. forward. Looking forward to it. Um, so with all that we had we had a pretty good diverse show. One thing we cannot do before the end of the show we have to let everybody know announcement since everybody's doing fucking brackets and I know I just shot Emilio and and, and cast out. But y'all niggas stole our fucking bracket, even though y'all probably work more than we do on it. So, fuck it. We'll, we made a yo, pivot. We said this back in we, goddamn yo, we did summertime. Say, we said we
1: are going to make a, bracket, make a for bracket for Andrews music, music. Yo, yo we're going to have a, you know,
0: and what happened? We and looked them, on Twitter one day. And them niggas got a fucking bracket, yo. So, we made a pivot. Shout out to March being Women's Month. Um, you keep saying Women's Month. It's... Women's History Month. Women's I mean, Women's Month. Women's History Month. I mean, women. Shit. You can't go wrong. Please do not correct me. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when it got to women. We, we, we love and respect our women here
1: as a <laughs> wrestler. We got to put respect on their name. Women's Yo, History Month. It's Women's History Month. And we're doing a bracket for Women's
0: History Month from you know for month of March. And CT, again, uh, the fucking, I will say right here on camera and on the podcast, he is the life fourth and a backbone of this podcast for sure. He did extensive research for us to go ahead and get a bracket together and popped up. Uh, for you guys to vote on So make sure when we put it up on Twitter and Instagram Look out you for do it. go and vote uh, We got 32 women Our four brackets are broken into four groups Matter of fact, I'm talking too much CT, this is your creation Tell us what we got So here we got we got four different brackets
1: And we're going to break it down in terms of The current day roster and current day stars We have also the 90s to 2000 stars We have our naughty stars our, That means the 10s, to 2010s and on, and then we are going to add in a bracket four outside the WWE, and who is a female wrestler that
0: really shows that hey, they deserve some not- notoriety, and we got eight of those on the bracket. So we got eight women to be to 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 be uh, clear. We got eight women. Our goal was for us to create eight women, and then that's for you guys to vote for eight women, so we can have. 64 women because currently we have 32 so hey if y'all guys listen to this podcast and uh when we put out our bracket if there's some women that you feel like that can be in there if y'all got some names that can we might do it 64 is too much (laughs) i'm
1: sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry you see look my face i'm like uh no we're not doing 64 brackets so but we're doing 32 we are doing and you (laughs) will have a chance to vote and we were going to put that up this week uh, the first round will be up this week,
0: and uh, look out for it. Yeah, so we like you said, we got four brackets, uh, current day women, eight women out of there. We got the naughties, like you said, the 2010s with eight women out of there. We have um, the uh, 90s to 2000s with eight women out of there, and outside of WWE with eight women out of there, and a total of 32, we're going to break the brackets up. And we're going to have you guys vote on the matchups like you guys are doing with everybody else. Word. So we want you guys to be on the lookout for that. Um, and we'll have that up this weekend. Also, be on the lookout since it is Women's History Month. We will be doing a character spotlight on The Boss, Sasha Banks. Uh, she will be our second uh, women's character spotlight Absolutely. that we've done. Um, so be on the lookout for that. Um. What else we got on the What else we got on the tab? Um, uh, just uh, stay tuned with our Instagram, Reason Wrestling Podcast. Uh, we'll
1: be throughout the month posting uh, our and, and just honoring women's wrestling. You know, and if and our women's wrestling. We should have done more in Black History Month, but now it's Women's History Month, and
0: we're gonna we're gonna pick up our traction. attraction. Yeah, you know, you know and this I mean? is our first year doing this thing. Shout out to us, our first year. Like you said at the beginning of the podcast, we've been doing this for forty two weeks. So if you guys know math, uh, there's 52 weeks in a year. so that means surprise, we have surprise, 10 week countdown for us to be in a year. Uh, we have eight shows to us being 50 uh, which is I mean that's huge for us right now mm-hmm. so what I what, what I want you guys to do is stay tuned. Uh, thank you guys for rocking with us even mm-hmm. when it's light even when it's dark even when it's late. Uh, whenever we Word. put the podcast up you guys listen. Uh we appreciate all the listeners from all over the world all over the country uh all over the u s uh we definitely do appreciate you
1: guys yeah totally appreciate you guys. Thank you so much. You guys are our day oneers. you guys are our reasonable marks, and we um we do this for y'all so definitely uh stay tuned for all this. We got a whole lot in the tank for you come this month, March, and we got a whole lot of work to do so i'm ready <laughs> but i'm but I'm ready here I'm ready and willing to do it. For y'all, and let's just uh,
0: engage with us online, and we'll keep it, we'll keep it, keep it, you know, keep, keep it it moving. Um, so, with that being said, thank you guys. Hour and twenty minutes. We've always tried to keep this podcast a little bit. When we first started, it was like an hour, and it was like if we have a runtime of an hour, fifteen hour, and ten, we're yeah. good. Now we're running about an hour or twenty hour and a half, but we got some mm-hmm. good things to talk about. We have good we've dialogue. Had, we've had two hour shows before. We've had two yeah. hour shows for sure. sure. Yeah. Um. So thank you guys for listening again. Mm-hmm. Um. And we'll see you guys next week. Peace out. <laughs>